Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. And I pray that you are ready to go to the Word of God today. Amen. You know what the Bible says about Scripture? That all Scripture is inspired by God. Literally in the Greek it says it is God-breathed. As sure as God breathed life into Adam and made him a living soul, God has breathed life into his word today. So we want to get into the life-giving word of God. Amen. And today, if you don't know Jesus, please stay tuned. God loves you so much. God loves all of us so much, and you in particular. Why you in particular? Because we as Christians are safe within the fold, and you are are a sheep that is vulnerable to the wolf and the bear and the poison snakes and just just falling uh, off of a high place (laughs) or falling down and can't get up. A sheep can die just because its wool is full and it falls down and can't roll over. Friend of mine, wherever the situation is without God and without hope, amen. I want to give you hope today because you can you can be delivered. You can be set free. You can be sealed with the Holy Spirit for heaven. Hallelujah. And, and Christ is looking for you. You know what Jesus said? Jesus said, I'll leave the ninety and nine. There's a hundred sheep that a shepherd is caring for in this, this, this that he is speaking. He said, I'll leave the ninety and nine. That doesn't mean he's going to forsake us. It means that we're safe within the enclosure for the evening. And there's one missing. And he said, he will leave the ninety and nine and he will search for that one until he finds it. Listen. If, if you are lost today, if you don't know Christ today, I'm not asking if you go to church. I'm not asking if you've been baptized in water or what formula was used in your baptism. I'm asking, do you know Christ as your Savior today? I'm not asking if you read the Bible or don't read the Bible. <laughs> I sure don't want to ask you about your sins or lack of them. I don't want to ask you about your purity or your 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 goodness today either, because that won't get you any more to heaven. Amen. We've all sinned, come short of the glory of God. And unless Jesus came searching for us, When we were lost, we could never be found. He looks until he finds it. Amen. And he brings it into the fold. No man comes to the Father, Jesus said, except by me. Amen. He is the mediator between God and man. And that's why we're, we're, we're talking about him today and we're talking about heaven today and we're talking about hell today. And we don't, we don't kind of water that truth down. Listen, we're going to bring you a message today on the broad way to hell and the pathway to heaven. The broad way to hell, the pathway to heaven. Friend, they both lead to where we will spend eternity. The great question today is which road are you and I traveling on? Because they will lead to a destination. 
and a destiny where we will spend eternity. If you have your Bible, and uh, you won't hear this message from a, a lot of sources, uh, and it's not because it's not in the Bible, it's because it's not what's trending, and it's because it makes people uncomfortable. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again this morning. I'd rather the uh, the, the Lord rock the boat than the devil wreck the boat. Amen. I want to go to heaven today. I've set my sights, hallelujah, on living eternally with God. And that's why I came to know Christ as my Savior. I was convicted of my sins and convinced that I was lost. And at the same time, the mighty but wonderful, tender, sweet Holy Spirit drew me to come to Jesus. I've never looked back. I've never wanted to go back. There's nothing behind me. Everything is before me. Praise God. Amen. And friend of mine, I pray, if you're on the wrong road, before this broadcast is over, that you will choose the right road. Now, Ophrah Winfrey uh, has been uh, really upset about people saying that people can be lost, and if you don't believe right, you can end up in hell. And, and in her really frustration and anger over that, she has stated publicly, I take full responsibility for going to hell. If I, if you think I'm going to hell, I, let me alone. I take full responsibility for going to hell. I'm going to tell you something. After you hear the gospel, we all have full responsibility if we miss heaven. Because we don't have to miss heaven. And God doesn't want us to miss heaven. And he's went to the greatest extent to see to it that we do not. For he so loved this world that was hell bound that he sent and gave to be crucified his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth on him would not perish but have everlasting life. Listen to Matthew seven thirteen through 14 on the subject, the broad way to hell, the pathway to heaven. Jesus said, Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many, that's what's disconcerting to me. I've never read this that I didn't feel a, a, a terrible feeling in my heart and in my mind and in my emotions. Many there be which go in thereat. The word destruction here doesn't mean to obliterate, to be just gone forever, blew up, or, 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 or you know, it, it, it means the place of eternal punishment, the, the place of banishment from the presence of God and punishment. Listen, you do not want to be on that way that leads to that place because there are many that go in thereat. Listen to verse 14. But straight is the gate, and narrow is the way, which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. One translates and paraphrases these two verses this way. Listen, you can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad. The gate is wide for the many who choose the easy way. But the gateway to life is small, and the road is narrow, and only a few ever find it. 
It's not because God has made it hard. It's because only a few will seek this way. Too many people on the broad way to hell don't care about giving up any sin in their life or any part of self-will. They don't want to lay down their pride and humble themselves and, and admit their need for a Savior. Listen, this is a day of easy believism and cheap grace. It is vitally important that we listen carefully to the words of Jesus. We're already on a road, one of only two. The question is, which road are we traveling? And where will it lead us? At the moment of our death, we'll arrive eternally at one of two destinations. One scholar writes, entering in at the straight gate, and he says, and I quote, the leading thought of the whole discourse is the kingdom of heaven and its conditions. Hence the Lord says, enter ye in. He means into the kingdom of heaven. And nearly every town in Palestine is surrounded by walls and entered by gates. The principal ones are wide with double doors closed with locks fastened with iron bars. The straight gates are in the retired corners and they are narrow and only opened to those who knock. For straight is the gate. What is it? Augustine asked. I'm going to quote him, this scholar of Scripture. What is it, Augustine asked, that makes this gate so straight? It's not that it is straight or narrow in itself, but that we want to take in our pride, our self-will, our darling sins. Few there be that find it, it has to be sought. The reason that men do not find it is not because it's hard to find, but because they prefer to walk in the broad way. And Matthew Henry comments, There are but two ways, right and wrong, good and evil, the way to heaven, the way to hell. One or the other of these, we are all walking. And there's no middle place hereafter, no middle way now. All children of men are saints or sinners, godly or ungodly, I might add, saved or lost, children of the light, or children of the darkness. In 1979, the rock and roll group ACDC wrote a hit song called The High Way to Hell. I'm going to read the verses to this song. Listen to it, and you'll see this choice that is made for the straight and narrow way that leads to life eternal or the broad way that leads to eternal banishment and punishment. Living easy, living free, season ticket on a one-way ride, asking nothing, listen, leave me be. Is that your attitude? Have you heard that attitude? I've heard it hundreds, if not thousands of times, or a thousand times, rather, in these 46 years of ministry. Leave me be. Let me alone. Don't bother me. I don't want to hear it. Listen, God loves you today. He don't, listen, He searches till He finds it. God, God's not going to give up on you. He's going to give you an opportunity to change your highway, <laughs> to change the way, to change the road. 
Someone said it well. God allows for U-turns. Praise God. Amen. It's You have life today. You have breath today. You have time today. We don't know when the clock will stop and your life will end. But we know right now you're here at this website. You're hearing this message. You have time to change the road that you are on. Listen to this attitude. Living easy, living free, season ticket on a one-way ride, asking nothing, leave me be, taking everything in my stride. Don't need reason, don't need rhyme, ain't nothing I'd rather do, going down, party time. My friends are going to be there too. Oh, friend, listen. There will be no parties in hell. There's a sound from hell. Jesus said it's weeping, wailing, and gnashing of teeth. Amen. That's not a party. That's not where all of these people on the broad way feel like if I end up in hell, we're all my, all my rowdy friends are going to be there. We're going to party hearty throughout all eternity. We're going to live it up. We're going to drink it up. We're going to shoot it up. No, no. The only sounds from hell are the sounds of agony and hopelessness. Listen, and then here's the confession, the chorus, I'm on the highway to hell. No stop signs, speed limit, nobody's going to slow me down like a wheel going to spin it. Nobody's going to mess me round. Hey, Satan, paid my dues playing in a rocking band. Hey, mama, look at me. I'm on my way to the promised land. I'm on a high way to hell. Don't stop me. And I'm going down all the way down. I'm on a high way to hell. According to postings on the internet, the sound engineer for ACDC changed roads. He came to Christ as his personal savior and is no longer on the high way to hell. Jesus said the broad way leads to destruction. There is a broad way. And the word broad here means spacious. Jesus said there's a spacious road upon which a person can walk. What does he mean by the broad road or the broad way? And the idea that is conveyed here is that it's wide open. In other words, anything goes on the broad way. You can do anything you like. You can carry all the baggage of your sins. You can live like you want to live. You can call the shots and and make all the rules. You can be king of the road on the broad way. You can walk the broad way. You can be your own person, not have to answer to anyone. You can live life to the fullest. You can go where you want to go. Do what you want to do. Be what you want to be. It's your life. And you call the shots. It's an easy way to live because there's no one to please but yourself. That's what the broad way is all about. But there's a sinister side to the dark way. And the open-minded pleasure seekers fail to mention to those who travel this road. There is a sinister side to this. There are consequences to all of this so-called freedom and liberty that is, is falsely represented on this road. 
I ministered in the prison system. We had a we had an assistant warden attend our church for years. And I ministered in the in the jail system uh, uh, of our city. And I remember in one particular Bible study saying, you know, the devil sells everyone a bill of goods. He makes promises that he cannot keep. And sin makes promises it cannot keep. And and he says to us, you, nobody tells me what to do. I had 32 at that time in the Bible study, and I could see people sitting up straighter and bracing themselves and, 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 and really feeling that thought because that's what was in them, and that's one of the reasons many of them was in there. I'm going to do what I want to do. Nobody tells me what to do. It's my life. I'm going to live it like I want to live it. I don't care about uh, any any moral codes. I don't care about any laws. I, or I'm going to be my own person. You can hear that attitude, feel that attitude sometimes uh, in situations like that. And it might be in you. In my flesh, Paul said, there is no good thing. And that's why in order to follow Christ, we have to crucify the flesh and deny ourselves, take up our cross. It doesn't mean just being persecuted for the sake of the gospel, poor old me. It means living a life where the flesh is not ruling us any longer. And the only way that it can't is because it is placed on the cross and nailed to it. Praise God. Amen. Listen to me today. I, 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 as, as we talked about that, I said, you know, let me show you a contrast. I have come to God. I'm a follower of Jesus. I'm on the narrow road. <laughs> There's things I can't do as a Christian. There's things I won't do, therefore, as a Christian. Yes, I'm on a narrow road. But I'm going to tell you something. When I walk out of here, I have the freedom to eat what I want, but you're going to have to eat what they give you. He's, the devil has lied to you about this freedom that he promises you by just being your own person, doing your own thing. Nobody tells me what to do. Listen carefully. That appeals to our flesh and to our pride, to our ego, to our machismo. Hey, listen to me. When I walk out of here, you've got to stay locked in. I can go and play basketball back then. I can't play it now. I can watch people play it. Amen. But I could have played basketball. I used to play football and enjoyed. I could have played, at least I could have played flag football. I was young enough back then when I was preaching in the prison system. I'll, I can choose what I want to eat. You're going to have to eat what they give you. I can stay up all night if I don't have to do something the next day. You have to, they're going to turn the lights out. They're going to shut this place down. The devil promises you freedom, but he gives you, he gives you the exact opposite of freedom. He promises you fulfillment, but he can't deliver on the promise. I, I can, I can live my life as a Christian, as a follower of Jesus and find peace that passes all understanding, joy unspeakable, full of glory. There's nothing that the devil can give you, nothing you can do in the realm of sin that can give you that kind of joy and that kind of peace. But God can and God will through Jesus Christ. Amen. Listen. That's why it's so important that we understand 
the, the difference between the truth of God and the lies of the devil. There is a broad way, dear friend, but there's a sinister side to it. Jesus talked about a narrow way. Oh, by the way, I want to go back to that prison ministry situation again. A man uh, was in the back. He came to every one of of the Bible studies that we held, that I held. And and he, he had these steel, cold, gray eyes. I mean, he he looked like he had absolutely no emotion, showed no emotion through any of the Bible studies. He asked no questions. But after six weeks of Bible study, I asked for people who want to receive Christ as their Savior. His hand went up. He didn't close his eyes. He didn't look down. He looked me square in the eye and put his hands up. I want to receive Christ as my Savior. Friend, he he changed pathways. He changed highways at that moment. He made that eternal choice that, that would lead him to eternal life. Amen. And when he, when he came down, I was, I asked everyone who wanted a Bible, I was signing them and handing them to them. And he came to get a Bible. And as I handed him the Bible that I had endorsed and thanked him for coming to the Bible study, he said, preacher, he said, I'm not here for a few weeks or a few months. I'm here because I can't, had to be in court. I'm going to Rayford State Prison. I'm going to serve a life sentence, and I'm not going to get out of prison for the rest of my life. But then he looked at me, and those eyes were not cold, and (laughs) they were still gray, but they were not cold and indifferent, bluish gray eyes. He looked me in the eye. He said, but preacher, and I could see a twinkle in his eyes. He said, preacher, he said, for the I'll never, I may never get out of prison, but for the first time in my life, I am a free man. Glory be to God. Friend of mine, we're talking about a freedom that is different from just not being in jail or in prison. We're talking about a freedom in Jesus Christ. Amen. We used to sing that song, He Set Me Free. He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus to see. For glory to God, He set me free. The scriptures actually say, Whom the Son sets free is free indeed. It's real freedom. It's genuine. Even if you're incarcerated in jail, you can be free from the devil's prison house of darkness and sin and consequence. Glory to God. Amen. There's a narrow way. While the broad way is open and easy, and the other way a person can live is called narrow, the word actually refers to a grape press. It has the idea of being constricted. Listen, on the narrow way, you choose to walk contrary to the culture counterculture, contrary to the world system ruled by the enemy of your soul. Amen. This this compressed way, listen, it says through much tribulation, not the great tribulation to come, but through much tribulation, we enter into the kingdom of God. There's going to be blowback when you are pondering 
changing roads. The devil is going to make his move and he's going to come hard against you. (laughs) And when you come to Jesus and change roads, he's going to really pour it on because now you have a testimony that can affect other people and whether where they spend eternity i like the way the amplified brings this out of this thought it says enter through the narrow gate for wide and spacious and broad is the way that leads away to destruction and many are those who are entering through it But the gate is narrow, contracted by pressure, and the way is straightened and compressed that leads away to life, and few are those who find it. The moment we choose Christ uh, over Satan and life over death and light over darkness, the battle is on. The pressure builds. That's why the peace of God and the joy of the Lord are so vital to our victory today. We've entered into the kingdom of God against great resistance from Satan. And he is relentless. He will keep the pressure on. Look at Hebrews 10 and verse 32. It says, But call to remembrance the former days in which after you were illuminated, when that light bulb comes on, when the Holy Spirit illuminates you to the fact of eternity somewhere and shows you the way to life. Amen. (laughs) You endured a great fight of afflictions. You know, the scripture even says in the old covenant, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivereth him out of them all. Jesus is promised to commit himself to us as we receive him as our Savior and our Sovereign. And he says, I will never leave you, and I will never, no, never forsake you. I will go with you all the way. Praise God. You see, after coming to Jesus, it's not enough to just go to church. We need a personal relationship with Christ. We need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. We must take the the whole armor of God as our weaponry. We need God's Word to instruct us and to strengthen us and to encourage us. Hallelujah. Amen. And we need each other to exhort each other and encourage each other in the Lord. Amen. We are on the King's Highway. Look at Isaiah 35, 8 through 10. It says, And a highway shall be there, and a way, and it shall be called the way of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it. But it shall be for those, the wayfaring men, though fools shall not enter therein. No lion shall be there, nor any ravenous beast shall go up thereon. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Literally. This return from Babylon, but figuratively, the redeemed of the Lord, both Jew and Gentile. Hallelujah. One translation says a main road will go through that once deserted land. It will be named the highway of holiness. Evil hearted people never travel on it. 
It will only be for those who walk in God's ways. I want to stop here and say, the broad way that leads to hell is the wide road. It's like a a six-lane superhighway, but it's a little two-lane road that leads to life eternal. But there's room on that two-laned road. <laughs> Hallelujah. For everyone who chooses it. Hallelujah. We used to sing it as an altar call. There's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. There's room at the cross for you. Listen, lions will not lurk along its course. <laughs> the devil's out of business. He's lost that battle for us. And there shall be no other dangers. Only the redeemed shall follow it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return to Jerusalem, singing songs of everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning shall disappear. (laughs) And they will be overcome with joy and gladness. Praise God. Amen. Listen, when you have Jesus as your Savior... Your sovereign, your king, your God, and your savior. The father receives you as his own children and whom he receives. Amen. He takes personal responsibility for as his children. And he promises to bless us here. And then when we go to be with him in heaven to bring us into the holy city the new Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Friend, what we're going to experience for eternity is beyond words to tell. We can feebly try to describe it and never, ever touch the joy of the persons and the place that He's prepared for you and me. Today, You have an opportunity, if you don't know Jesus, to make a U-turn, to change roads. Someone listening to this broadcast is at a crossroad. How do you know, preacher, who's hearing this? I know this message has been inspired, not just for we who are the 90 and 9, but for you who He's seeking. Don't run from Him. He's calling you today. Run to Him. Run to Him. Get on this road with us. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a little narrow road, but it's a highway of holiness, and it will lead you to heaven. Get on this road with us. Let's run down this road. Let's run the race. Amen. For Jesus is coming soon. And if you're a Christian today, thank God that you're on this road. Yes, with the tribulations that come, with the enemy's attacks that come, with all of the pressures that are being brought, thank Him right now. I'm on the King's Highway. And it won't be long. I'm going to arrive at the destination that it leads to for eternity. In Jesus' name.